Welcome to the Joy in Purpose podcast. My name is Lola. I am the creator and host of this platform. I am also a doctor student in a psychology program. Joy in Purpose is a podcast dedicated to conversations about purpose, career development, and mental health. I also interview individuals to share their purpose stories. In today's episode, Kenny, my brother, will share his career journey and how he helps individuals who are undergoing career transitions. Before we begin the interview, I would like to remind our listeners that this podcast is not a replacement for therapy. Information shared on this platform is for educational purposes only. Thank you for listening. Welcome, Kenny, to the show. I'm really excited that you decided to join us to talk about career decision uh, on the show. We like to get to know our guests. So I have a question to ask you because we just like to know people on a uh, more personal level on this platform. Where were you born? Um, I was born in Nigeria, um, Lagos, to be precise. Yeah. And how old were you when you came to the United States? I was eight years old when we came to the U.S. That's that's really, really young. Uh, what was your f- favorite part about your childhood, whether it was in Nigeria or in the United States? Like your favorite memory from your childhood? I think my favorite memory, um, and there's a lot, has to be going to the village to see my grandparents. It was just uh, It was just an experience that I can't imagine. It's so different from the city life, um, but the food, um, the suya, um, <laughs> just kind of like walking around um, like unfinished house, houses um, back then was, you know, was fun. Um, so I think that was definitely um, one of my favorite memories. Oh, that's good. I like that your favorite memory is in Nigeria because they're just... I, I think that those childhood memories influence us one way or another. And the fact that your upbringing is still part of, like, uh, it, it probably inspires you one way or another. So thank you for sharing that. So tell us about a time when you discovered your passion, like whether it was when you were a child or as an adult, was it, uh, it could be like a particular activity that you were doing that you were like, I really like this. Maybe I can pursue uh, a career in this. Uh, is there any time that you can remember where you're like, this is my passion. I like this and I can do it long term. That's a great question. Um, I would say the time when I discovered my passion, actually it was recently last year nice. um, that I discovered that I always wanted to help people. Um, I didn't realize that when, years before when I was helping people with their resume, it was actually my passion um, because I did it out of the kindness of my heart and I didn't think anything of it uh, because I was just helping my friends. Um, hmm. And then um, later on last year in August, when I decided to make it into a business, that was when I realized that it could be something even more than that. And then I discovered that it actually was impacting people um, more than I ever imagined. Um, and the fact that the peop- my friends that have helped me 
um, that helped me before um, making it into a business were actually the one bringing me um, more business because they've seen the impact it has on their life. So it made it easier to kind of help others uh, stretch my work far and wide. And I just realized that this was just the right avenue for me to continue helping people and making a difference in my community as well as um, pretty much everywhere else um, I touch. Oh, that's really nice. I like the fact that you were doing it for free and people were able to possibly get better jobs. They realized uh, that you were making such a great difference in how they were presenting their skills in, on their resume that now, even though you helped them for free, they were the ones bringing you paid clients. So mm -hmm. it just goes to show how important your work was. So how did you become good at doing resumes? I know that you were doing it for free. Uh, like what made you become so, because all of us have to do a resume at one point or another. Like yeah. what made it a passion for you? I think I would say it started when I was in college. Um, so just like most uh, people that go to college, at one point in time, I had to create my first resume. So mm -hmm. I, it was probably my first resume and I wish I still had it at this point. It was probably one of the worst resumes I've ever done um, because it was, it, was, it was a template and it was very rough. And it was a lot of, there was a lot of mistakes. Um, and I realized when I was trying to get an internship that I needed to have a better resume so I would go to my career center to get help, to also learn how they were looking at resumes, um, because that ultimately was what helped me to be able to look at other people's resumes um, after I graduated. So I think just having that knowledge um, and just realizing that, okay, resumes are really important. It doesn't matter what field it is. Um, it, it sparked my interest of, okay, how can I make a difference? How can I pay it forward? And I realized that I have a passion for looking at other people's resumes because ultimately all resumes tell a story. Doesn't matter where, where you, you took off work, maybe you had kids and you couldn't work or doesn't matter your major, doesn't matter when you started going to school. Um, it tells a story. Um, and it also helps shape your experience. And I think I've come to appreciate that um, in every resume that I look at, it helps me as well, knowing that, okay, this is the person's story. Okay, this is where they are now, and this is where they wanna get to in the future. And I think that just continued sparking my interest. And ultimately it helped me decide that this is my passion going forward and I hope to make it even greater than what I have it now you know what I love about what you just said you said that resume they tell a story I can see why many people come to you because some people might be insecure about their resume maybe yeah. because they have a gap in their work history yeah. and they might be embarrassed like oh, I didn't do anything but because you look at it as telling a story to add empathy uh, with the service that you provide and be like, yeah. okay, you can, you, you'll be realistic with them. Okay. You didn't work, 
during this time, but there's a way that we can still put it together to tell your story. Mm-hmm. Because at, at the end of the day, when people get a job, um, as a their employee, as a uh, someone that is their coworker, I'm working with the person. I'm not working with their resume. Yeah. So I'm very sure the way you also help them with their resume uh, influences how they see themselves and definitely possibly how they show up in the workplace. Definitely. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So my next question now is, uh, first, let's talk about your career, actually. So it seems like uh, the resume, you, you as a resume editor, is a, is a side hustle. It's a business that you have on the side. What is your career? Like, what do you do uh, for a career? Yeah. So I am an applications analyst um, at Tyson Foods. Um, so a little background on Tyson Foods. Uh, it's one of the world's largest um, food processing manufacturers in the world. Um, and they pro- produce um, or process chicken, beef, um, any ballpark foods that you would get at um, an NFL or baseball game or even a soccer game or even a high school game. Um, could have came from Tyson Foods. Um, so, and I pretty much, um, it's kind of in between IT and the business, but we're more towards an IT, um, at least for what I do um, in terms of helping the company. So, yeah, that's pretty much um, my career as of now. Okay. That's good. When you, whenever anybody mentioned Tyson Foods, I think of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so I I like the <laughs> I like how you know I was asking you about your favorite childhood memory, which is going to the village. And I know in Nigeria, when you go to the village, that's when you see farms. Mm. And now you work for a company that is known for creating. So in the, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I think you will agree with me that being having a job in the middle of a pandemic is a blessing. And I can yes, also, yes. <laughs> and I can also imagine that many people come to you because um, they want a job. Maybe they got laid off or, you know, their hours got reduced. What, what are the patterns that you're seeing right now? Are people coming to you because they want to make a career change or are they coming to you uh, because they lost their job? in the middle of a pandemic? Sure. I think it's a mixture of both um, or all the things that you mentioned. So I've had um, college students come to me because they are, they haven't, they graduated maybe last year and they're, they've been looking for a job. Hmm. Um, I've had people who are in a job and they're trying to get a better job. Um, so it's, it's been a mixture of both, uh, but I think right now, um, the job market right now is getting back up to where it needs to be. Um, jobs are being added every day. Um, companies are trying to hire, um, hire not just, um, individuals, but more people of color. Um, and they're trying to diversify themselves because, um, one thing, this pandemic has taught me and a lot of people is if you don't have a diversified product, it's easy to fail. It's easy to lay off people. 
um, it's easy to be part of a, I guess, part of a group where your niche product is no longer needed because technology is moving so fast and your company can't catch up. So, but yeah, I mean, I hope I answered your question. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I, I just want to ask a more clarifying uh, question for myself and for the audience. If you're not onto the changes in technology, the t- changes going on around the globe, you will be left behind as a company. You have yep. to get along with the times. So um, how does this impact the person looking for a job, the the job applicant? How does this impact us? Does this impact us in the sense that like, we also have to have div- diversified skills? Is that something that you're encouraging more of your, um, you know, your clients to do? Or is it a matter of, we just have to know how to put our our skills together on paper. I hope my question makes sense. Yeah, like, no, it, it um, makes sense. Um, so one thing that I've noticed um, with helping different people and just understanding the way the job market is, it's good to have the hard skills, but the soft skills are becoming more and more important. Um, so having good communication, um, time management, um, any other soft skills that is required by the job description is definitely important to have, um, as well as having those core skills. Um, because nowadays, not that tech, um, education is not important, but it's becoming less and less re- um, irrelevant to get the job done. Because most companies realize that, especially in the IT industry, you don't necessarily need a bachelor's to do your job. Most, most times, all you need is having that certification, having those soft skills, which is needed, um, just because you can have someone who has their master's or, or bachelor's in a particular field, but that doesn't, that doesn't automatically translate to them getting the job done. Um, that doesn't mean that they have all the necessary skills to get that job done, um, but it, it just means that as an applicant, you have to realize, okay, what skills do I have? You want to diversify yourself, um, your experiences, and not just put it on paper, but be verbally able to kind of explain or describe yourself in a way. Um, because companies don't want a robot. They, they, they want an ideal candidate, but they also want a candidate that fits in with their culture. It's very important. Um, a lot of companies, they realize that, okay, we need to change our culture. We need to be, be and practice diversity. Um, and I've been hearing this word equity a lot. So mm-hmm. companies realize that diversity is what grows a company, not just diversity in people, diversity in ideas. Um, and if you can bring that to the table as an applicant, it makes it easy for you to fit in with the company and be there long-term and be able to move up the way you want to, not just the way the company wants you to do it. So that's kind of what I've been seeing as well. And just being able to explain to my um, clients that, okay, I know you want this, but have you thought about going about it this way? Um, uh, one, one fun thing that I try to, do for everyone I help is 
have an hobbies and interests section um, in your resume because you don't want it to be like you're a robot. You want you want to you want to stick out and not just oh I have the experience, but oh I have like interesting things about my life, and that's where work work life balance comes in, and to be able to know that okay, you know I have I do all these things outside of work, um, but it also makes me the ideal candidate to fit in with your culture. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And I feel like that kind of goes along with the soft skills that you're also mm-hmm. talking about. So like, let's say you're applying for a particular job, you have the certification, you have the education, yep. but if your hobbies uh, section is talking about, maybe you like to volunteer yep. or maybe you, you're coach for a basketball, uh, a basketball yeah. team. Uh, it kind of shows, Oh, this person knows what it takes to work yep. on a team. They have to encourage yep. people if the team, if they didn't win, you don't have to like yeah, encourage them exactly. uh, so that they can focus on yeah. the next game. So is, is that kind of, uh, how else can we represent our soft skills on the resume? Uh, or is that the way that you present it to your clients? I think not only just presenting in your resume, but in interviews as well. Um, so w- one thing I'm trying mm. to get um, or turn my business into more is more of like coaching and getting candidates prepared for interviews. Because that's um, that's where the harder part is to nail that interview and connect with the recruiter or the hiring manager. So you know, in, in interviews and in a lot of interviews now, they're have they're doing more behavioral questions. Even in technical interviews in my field, um, they're trying to see how you mesh, how you're going to mesh with the team, um, because there's going to be problems that come up. So how are you? How do you go about it? Are you patient? Are you analytical do you know how to talk with stakeholders um, and this this relates with other jobs as well too so um, candidates or or applicants um, need to know that when they're applying or when they're doing interviews your resume already got you to that stage now it's for you to prepare mm-hmm. yourself um, understand what skills do you have? Because you can't fake an interview. They will always find out if you were to get an offer. You will always have to prove yourself at that point. So it's important to truly be yourself. It's very cliche to say that, but you have to be yourself. Um, if they like you, you'll get the offer. And you have to understand that when you're doing interviews, you're, you're representing yourself and those that came before you as well so understanding that okay this is where i'm lacking this is my strengths and understanding okay this is where i can improve on and adequately preparing yourself doing multiple interviews with different people doing interviews with someone that's um not uh like impartial and also willing to give you good feedback um as well before that interview stage with the company with the um, recruiter just so that you can avoid any mishaps and also with interviews it's also it's crucial to network so when you're trying to get into a company um, making use of LinkedIn is very important I've learned over the past few months just reaching out sending someone that works at that company or that specific role a message on LinkedIn like, hey, I'm 
I'm currently interviewing for this role. Do you have any tips? Um, because that way, that will give you a better insight on the company. With LinkedIn, um, it's important to use it as a networking tool to be able to get a better insight on the company. Um, so when you're applying for a job or when you're even about to get to the interview stage, it doesn't matter when, reaching out to somebody that works at the company or that specific role is crucial. You know, sending them a message. Um, you can Google how to send somebody a message. I've, I've even saved many, I've saved many LinkedIn posts of how to reach out to people that you don't know on LinkedIn um, just to show them, show your interest and also be able to network with them um, for your own benefit. Uh, because at the end of the day, your network is your network. So you have to be able to get out of your comfort zone and send that message and not be um, stuck in your ways. Um, because most times people have gotten jobs by just networking and doing the bare minimum that most people would be like, oh, that's doing too much. Because what you're, what you're not doing, a candidate is doing that to get to that job, to get there. And that's why you find it when some people move over from company or want to move up, they find it easy because they've already networked. They've already made that steps to network with the right people. So when they want to move up, they have that feedback. They have that like, oh, this person is good. So I want you to move them up to the next ladder. I want you to give him this job. So, you know, having that, those connections also makes things easier when it comes down to interviews. Um, but that's pretty much, you know, what I've learned and what I've told my clients, also friends as well. Oh, that, I like that. And I also like that you're moving your, your company, not just from uh, your work as a resume editor, but to coaching people. And that leads me to my next question. What are the challenges that you often, that your clients often encounter? Is it that they're lacking in confidence? Is it that they need to get another certification to help with the job, uh, to help with the job search? What kind of challenges do you see that people are struggling with that is preventing them from getting their dream job? I think one thing that I've noticed as a pattern is, is not having enough information on their resume. Um, so when I first started, um, some people just thought I would pull the information out of my out of my head and on paper. Um, <laughs> so I've had to realize and honestly know myself better to be able to keep it straightforward with everyone I've worked with. Um, because sometimes most people need the hard truth. You can't baby them when it comes to transforming their lives, which is what it is when you're trying to change jobs or you're trying to get into an industry. Um, so just kind of telling them that everything that you've done up to this point needs to be on paper. And I, we will work with you to change that and make it more concise, either for a resume or for a CV. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest challenge um, when it comes to writing resumes. Uh, most people don't have all the information needed on their resume. So it's, it makes it hard to make a resume. So um, I usually have, 
a meeting with them first, even when even when they do send me their resume, to just kind of understand what they what they want. And it also helps me analyze mm-hmm. the resume even deeper than just um, surface level or just seeing their resume um, because we can go through it on a more detailed level and I can then realize, okay, they need more of this or okay, um, they need a, more projects or they need more, you know, tell me more about this job specifically or just um, even something as simple as hobbies and interests. A lot of people don't have it because they, they feel like they have to be a robot when they go into work. And it's not necessarily the case. In a lot of companies, they have great cultures. Um, but you have to understand that um, you have to put your best foot forward in your resume. You're, I always say your resume is like it's packaging before you actually get to the interview. So I always tell people that if you don't package yourself well, the company will tell. And if you do package it well, they will tell. They can tell as well. So knowing how to put together your resume and giving me and my company the right information to be able to create the best resume for you makes it easier to get to that next stage. Um, with this, some successes that I've seen, um, it's with having a great resume and also um, doing great interviews um, with the, you know, I've, I've, heard, I've gotten a lot of responses recently of, uh, my clients getting offers or getting interviews uh, based on the resume that my company created um, for these clients. And I've seen that these clients, one of the characteristics that I've seen is they have great confidence when it comes to interviews. Um, you have to get out of your comfort zone. It's, it's, it's kind of like you're becoming a new person, but you're, you're not changing yourself in a way. You're just kind of activating a switch in your, in your body that says um, interview, it's interview mode. You're activating that and you're ready. And it's not that you're gonna be perfect throughout that interview, but you prepare yourself, you have that confidence to be able to know that my skills are up to date. I can be able to verbally explain that to the recruiter or the hiring manager. And they will see, they will see the, I guess you could say they could see the glory of God in you when you're doing that interview because they know that you're confident in, in your abilities and they see that on paper and they feel that you're capable of doing the job that you applied for. Yeah, I, I love that because it's not just like you, you you were saying, it's about the packaging. The packaging includes your education, your certification, and also the soft skills that also shows up in interview where they'll be able to see that Oh, this person, I would like to work with this person. So that means I'll hire them. Um, so I really like that. Are there any other tips that you would like to share with us? This is the final question that you would like to share with us, whether it, in regards to resume or interviews, because I love that you're not just going to be focusing on resumes, but also on interviews. And another thing that I love that you shared is that like on resume, it's important, like the resume editor has a job to do. But we also have to like provide the information about our jobs, about our roles, so that it will help. They'll have more materials to work with to make the resume the best resume that it can be. Any other uh, tips that you can give someone who's looking for a job, who would like to move up in the corporate ladder, like any other tips for people who want to transition, uh, have who, people who would like to transition 
in their career? So my few tips for anyone in the industry or anyone trying to change um, careers would be when you're applying, make sure you try and optimize your resume to the job description. So adding those keywords in your resume, those soft skills, those hard skills, making sure that your skills are shown in your resume. And then I would also say, make sure you're prepared for the interview. Understand what the job is asking you to do and not just apply, apply. Don't waste time applying when you're not qualified. And next, and the final tip actually would be to network. Network, if you're trying to get into a particular company and you have a specific role in mind, look up that role in that company look up somebody that works in that company. I would look up a manager for that particular department if you can. Uh, network with recruiters, network with someone that works in the company. And, and, just, and if you know somebody already, try and get a referral and ask questions about, okay, what's the culture like? You know, what, what's the management style or how's the leadership? Um, you know, how are decisions made? Ask questions. Don't feel like you not. Don't feel like you're not capable of um, working at a company because you know you feel like you're not good enough or your resume is not good enough. Everyone is good enough. It's just if you put your best foot forward, it makes life much easier than you not trying at all. And that's all the tips I have. I, I like I love those tips. And now I know I already know before, but I really understand why you're one of the best resume editor out there, because you look at a resume as uh, telling someone's story. And you're also coming at it from a place of empathy in the sense that like, oh, you haven't worked in so long. That's OK there's still a way for us to tell your story on a resume. So I'm very sure many of people listening will love to work with you. How can we get in contact with you? So share with us some of the, share with us some of your socials. And also you mentioned some posts on LinkedIn about how to network. So if you don't mind sharing some of those posts with me and I'll include it in the show notes. Um, yeah. Sure. Um, so you can contact me on LinkedIn. Um, my name is Kende Shodunke, or you can search Kenny um, Shodunke as well. You should be able to find me. And um, you can also add me on Instagram. That, that's at Kenny underscore. Um, and those are my two show socials that I use um, more frequently, especially to um, network with clients and just kind of, um, you know, help any way I can. That's amazing. Uh, and I'll put all those links in the show notes. Thank you so much for sharing with us and giving us some encouragement as many people are facing career transitions or maybe they're just interested in changing their careers. Thank you yes. very much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. So my few tips for anyone in the industry or anyone trying to change um, careers would be when you're applying, 
make sure you try and optimize your resume to the job description. So adding those keywords in your resume, those soft skills, those hard skills, making sure that your skills are shown in your resume. And then I would also say, make sure you're prepared for the interview. Understand what the job is asking you to do and not just apply, apply. Don't waste time applying when you are not qualified. And next, and the final tip actually would be to network. Network, if you're trying to get into a particular company and you have a specific role in mind, look up that role in that company. Look up somebody that works in that company. I would look up a manager for that particular department if you can. Uh, network with recruiters, network with someone that works in the company, and and just and if you know somebody already, try and get a referral and ask questions about okay, what's the culture like? You know, what what's the management style or how is the leadership? Um, you know, how are decisions made? Ask questions. Don't feel like you not don't feel like you're not capable of um, working at a company because you know you feel like you're not good enough or your resume is not good enough. Everyone is good enough. It's just if you put your best foot forward, it makes life much easier than you not trying at all. And that's all the tips I have. I, I like I love those tips. And now I know I already know before, but I really understand why you're one of the best resume editor out there, because you look at a resume as uh, telling someone's story. And you're also coming at it from a place of empathy in the sense that like, oh, you haven't worked in so long. That's okay there's still a way for us to tell your story on a resume. So I'm very sure many of people listening will love to work with you. How can we get in contact with you? So share with us some of the, share with us some of your socials. And also you mentioned some posts on LinkedIn about how to network. So if you don't mind sharing some of those posts with me and I'll include it in the show notes. Um, yeah. Sure. Um, so you can contact me on LinkedIn. Um, my name is Kende Shodunke, or you can search Kenny um, Shodunke as well. You should be able to find me. And um, you can also add me on Instagram. And that's at Kenny underscore. Um, and those are my two socials that I use um, more frequently, especially to um, network with clients and just kind of, um, you know, help any way I can. That's amazing. Uh, and I'll put all those links in the show notes. Thank you so much for sharing with us and giving us some encouragement as many people are facing career transitions or maybe they're just interested in changing their careers. Thank you yes. very much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.